Before we start the show today, we want to say to the families who are hurt and angry and scared right now, we're with you. In this moment, we need to listen, learn, and work to fight racism in our own communities. One place to start that work is with books. We want to recommend a resource we've turned to, a list of children's books to help families talk about racism, justice, and equality with kids. You can find a link on our website and in the show notes. You're listening to Julie's Library, where books bring us together. Today we're going to read Norman and the Nom Nom Factory, written and illustrated by Bridget Zoe. Hello. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Julie Andrews, and this is my library. As always, my daughter Emma Walton Hamilton is here. Hello. We can't wait to read with you today. What's that you brought with you, Emma? You have an armful of bags. Oh, I thought I'd restock the library's snack cupboard today. We were running a little low. Good thinking. I see you have popcorn, popcorn, and seven bags of popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? I love popcorn. I don't think I could ever get sick of it. You know, that's the way I feel about peanut butter, especially the crunchy kind. I could eat it for every meal, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think everyone has a favorite food like that. If you had to eat the same thing for every meal, listeners, what would you choose? We asked some of our friends, and here's what they had to say. If I had to eat one thing for the rest of my life, I'd have tacos, because you can put a lot of stuff in it. I think I would choose sushi. Candy, because it's yummy and sweet. Bread, because you can have anything on bread, like jam and butter and even Nutella. Ethiopian food, because it is delicious and fun to eat with your hands. Mac and cheese, because I love cheese, love pasta. They're like my two favorite foods mixed together. Mmm, what scrumptious-sounding foods. Mm. Listeners, if you want to share more favorite foods with us, you can visit julieslibraryshow.org and send us a message, or a drawing, or even a recipe. We can't wait to hear from you. Hey, Mom, I'm going to put these bags away in the kitchen. Why don't you pour us both some bowls of popcorn and meet me in the reading nook? I have the perfect book picked out for our hungry readers. It's about a furry alien named Norman and his favorite snack. Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. We'll dive into the book after a short break. We want to share with you a new podcast that we think you'll like. It's called The 10 News. The 10 News keeps young people informed with news stories from around the world to your backyard. Hear about current events, the arts, fascinating facts, and special guests like Julie Andrews. That's right, Julie Andrews, her daughter Emma, and her granddaughter Hope are all appearing on the new episode of The 10 News. Listen to The 10 News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Here in the library, my favorite spot to settle in with the story is our reading nook. With cozy pillows all around. A glowing lamp shines its light on the pages. There's a squishy rug under our feet. And, of course, a cupboard stocked with all our favorite snacks. Mmm, perfect. We have two special guests in the reading nook today. Peter McNerney and Lee Overtree from the Story Pirates podcast. Hi, Julie. Hi, Emma. Hi. We're so glad to have you. The Story Pirates podcast is so much fun. They take stories written by children and bring them to life. We're very lucky that today, Peter and Lee have agreed to help us with voices for the two characters in today's book. One is a big, furry alien named Norman. That will be me. And the other is a smaller and more adventurous alien named Chip. The part I was born to play. <laughs> Fabulous. Now we're ready to read. Let's open today's book. Norman and the Nom Nom Factory by Bridget Zoe. This is Norman. And this is his Nom Nom Factory. The sign in front of Norman's factory says, Private. Keep out. Seriously. Norman and his factory are on planet Gurp. It's very, very far away from anything else, just the way Norman likes it. Nice and quiet. Every day Norman works in his Nom Nom factory making his galaxy famous Nom Noms. And every day he uses the exact same super-secret nom-nom recipe invented by his beloved Grandma Nancy. Even when Norman was just a little fluffball, he would help Grandma Nancy make nom-noms. She would always say, Norman, guard this recipe. Don't show it to anyone and don't change it. It's top secret. Everyone in the galaxy loves nom-noms, including Norman. Norman eats only nom-noms. A bowl of nom-noms for breakfast, a plate of nom-noms for lunch, a tray of nom-noms for dinner. Norman loves nom-noms just the way they are. It was a very normal, very quiet day at the nom-nom factory when suddenly... Boom! Clang! Rushing outside, Norman saw it. A spaceship. The ship popped open and out climbed a creature Norman had never seen before. Greetings, galactic friend. I'm Chip. My ship seems to be having some problems. Clearly, said Norman. What's your name? Asked Chip. Norman. Can I call you Normie? No. Manny? No. Me, Norman. You, Chip. What is this place? Seems a little empty, said Chip. This is my planet, Gurp, and this is my factory. Just me, my factory, and my Gurp. 
No need for any chips, and certainly no need for any spaceships. I'm sorry, fellow galaxy dweller, but I'll need a few days to fix my ship. Chip replied. Looks like you've got plenty of room here. Perhaps I could... Stay, cried Norman. Norman loved being alone on GURP, but he also couldn't forget what his grandma had always taught him. One, guard the top-secret nom-nom recipe, and two, practice good manners. Chip was invited to stay for dinner. As they sat down at the table, Norman asked Chip, So do you like nom-noms? What's a nom-nom? replied Chip. Norman gasped. (gasps) This is a nom-nom, he sighed lovingly. (sighs) It's the most delicious thing in the entire galaxy. No, the entire universe. That's why it's the only thing I eat. I've never bothered to try anything else, declared Norman. Here, have some. Chip couldn't believe his ears. Only nom-noms. So you've never tried Starm or Slizza? Not even Big Bork? If I try a nom-nom, will you try a Starm? Chip chirped. No. How about a nibble of Bing? Just a taste. It would be rude if I didn't offer you something. Try it. You might love it. You never know. But Norman refused. No, 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 he shouted. I won't like it. But if you don't try it, how will you know you don't like it? Well, I'm not sure. No one's ever asked me to try something new before. Chip didn't ask again. He took a nom-nom from the bowl and popped it into his mouth. Wow, tasty, he said. (laughs) Thanks, said Norman. (laughs) I made them myself. That night after dinner, Norman couldn't stop thinking about what Chip had said. He had never tried anything new before. That sounded scary. The next day, Norman kept thinking about Chip's challenge to try something new. He thought about it while preparing breakfast, while concocting the Nom Nom's secret recipe while sipping on afternoon tea, while packing up a shipment of nom-noms, and even while counting the planets and stars after a long day of work at the nom-nom factory. At dinner, Norman shyly asked Chip his important question. Do you like everything you try? Not always, replied Chip. But trying new things is how I make my best discoveries. I was supposed to turn left at Planet Earth, but I didn't. And that's how I ended up on GURP in discovering nom-noms and meeting you. Then Chip frowned. But once I turned right at Mars and ended up in a swamp. You're quite adventurous for being so little. Well, sometimes it's the littlest things that lead to the biggest adventures. Chip smiled. I've never tried anything new. I wouldn't even know where to start. What about some Bing? We can try it together. What does it taste like? I'm not sure. I picked it up right before I landed or crashed into GURP, said Chip. You promise you'll try some too? Promise, replied Chip. Norman poked. 
He sniffed and finally took a taste. After what seemed like an eternity, Norman spoke. Well, it doesn't taste like nom-noms, he declared. Well, that's because it's Bing, said Chip. Have some more. Nope, that's enough adventure for one day. Chip trailed Norman into the nom-nom factory. Ahem, Norman, I'm just going to leave you some more Bing right here, just in case you change your mind. Don't worry, I won't. I've decided that nom-noms are the only thing for me. Norman went on about his factory business making the nom-nom recipe. He added a little of this and a little of that. Norman didn't notice what his paw was reaching for until... Bang! Sizzle! Poof! What happened? yelled Chip. The bing! The box! Disaster! stammered Norman. Norman had accidentally knocked a bing into his batch of nom-noms. A new ingredient? The ultimate disgrace. Norman had ruined the top-secret recipe. Grandma Nancy would never forgive him. As Norman's panic grew, he suddenly saw Chip reaching for one of the disastrous creations. Don't! Norman yelled. But it was too late. Oh, my gerp! I've poisoned Chip! Norman bawled. Oh, my gerp is right, said Chip. Try this. Please, Norman, you must try it. You're alive! Norman shouted. Obviously. Now try! But what if... Norman hesitated. What if... What if you like it? Norman's fur prickled. His paws began to sweat, and his stomach felt as if it were filled with comets. But finally he leaned in for a taste. Oh my gerp! These are incredible! No, they're... they're delicious! What should I do with them? What is this feeling? I've never felt it before. I think it's called making a discovery. Nifty, huh? Chirped Chip. A grin started to spread on Norman's face. A discovery. Wow. Walking out of the factory that evening, Norman looked up at the stars. Turning to his new friend Chip, he asked, So what else do you think is out there? You know, to discover and try? Chip smiled and replied, I don't know, but I think we can find out. Together, Norman and Chip changed the sign outside the factory. It now reads, The Nom Nom Factory. New tasty stuff. Visitors welcome. Seriously. The End Oh, Peter and Lee, thank you for helping us bring this book to life. Of course. It was our pleasure. That was fun. Thanks for having us. Thanks for stopping by the reading nook. Goodbye. Bye. What a lovely story. It made me so happy that Norman worked up enough courage to try something new. That isn't always easy to do. It really isn't. 
I remember being scared of horses, but when I learned how to ride one, it became one of my favorite things to do. Mm, I remember that, too. And I was afraid to walk to school by myself. But once I did it, I felt very independent. Oh, sounds like we've got a new message to listen to. Let's see who it is. Hi, Julie and Emma. This is Chef Ann Kim from Minneapolis, Minnesota. As a chef, experimenting and trying new things is probably the most important part of my job. One of my first experiments with pizza and exploring new ways to present pizza other than just tomato sauce and cheese was thinking about the kinds of foods that I grew up with and the kinds of foods that I love to eat. And so one of those things happened to be kimchi. Kimchi is a traditional Korean food, which is basically fermented vegetables. And kimchi means pickle. It's really special and meaningful to me because kimchi is something that I grew up with. I was born in South Korea, and when we immigrated here with my family, it's something that was always present on our dinner table, lunch table, and even breakfast table. And I thought, what would it be like if I were to put that on a pizza? And so I experimented, I tested, I had some failures, and I just... Tried, tried, tried again until I found the right balance in that moment of, mmm, this is it. One of the main ingredients on that pizza is my mother's and her mother's recipe for kimchi. I've had people come up to me and say, you know, I've never heard of kimchi. I've never tried kimchi. And my first time having it is on your pizza, and I love it. And that really means a lot to me. Wow, what an innovative chef. Yes, I'd love to go to one of her restaurants. Do you think Norman from the story would try kimchi pizza? You know, I think he might now, if Chip did it with him. Adventures are always more fun with friends. Speaking of which, do you want to get together and make a peanut butter pizza later? Well, that is a combo I've certainly never tried well, who knows? It could be our next wonderful discovery. And speaking of wonderful, it's time for... Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful words. One of my favorite parts of reading is discovering new and wonderful words. Me too. Today's book reminded me of a wonderful and useful word, concocting. That's the word for when you combine various ingredients to make something or dream up an idea or a plan. Sometimes a wonderful word could just be one that's delightful to say. Like, um, pumpernickel. <laughs> that's a word for a dark brown bread made from rye flour. But it's such fun to say. I mean, it makes me think you could say it if you were mad, like, oh, Pumpernickel. <laughs> Pumpernickel. Yes. Ah, and we want to hear about your favorite words. It could be a word that rolls right off the tongue. Or a word that you think has a special or useful meaning. Here are some wonderful words that our friends have shared with us. My favorite word is love because I like um, giving hugs, and that means love is cool, too. Blueberry, pine, cornflower. I love them 
because blueberries are one of my favorite fruit and I like the way pie sauce. I like cornflour because it puts a nice picture in my mind. Cats because I have a cat and her name is Cutie and I really, really like her and cats are my favorite animal on earth. We want to hear more of your wonderful words, so please share your favorites with us. You can send them to us by visiting julieslibraryshow.org. We'll play some of your favorite words on the show. Julie's Library is taking a break over the next month, but we'll be back with more episodes starting July 15th. Until then, happy reading. Goodbye. Julie's Library is hosted and produced by Julie Andrews and me, Emma Walton-Hamilton. The featured book in this episode was Norman and the Nom Nom Factory, written and illustrated by Bridget Zoe, published by Boyd's Mills and Kane, and distributed by Lerner Publisher Services. Thanks to the teams at Boyd's Mills and Kane and Lerner. We always recommend picking the books up for yourself. You can find Norman and the Nom Nom Factory at your local library or bookstore. See Planet Gurp in all its glory. For more book recommendations, head to julieslibraryshow.org. You can also find some coloring sheets from Bridget Zoe there, too. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll receive special activities and notes from Mom and me. Julie's Library is produced by Molly Bloom, Elissa Dudley, Rosie DuPont, Tracy Mumford, Mark Sanchez, and Sandon Totten. Our executive producer is Lauren D. Sound design is by Phoebe Wang. Digital production is by Christina Lopez. Original music is from Allison Leighton Brown. Sound mixing is by Corey Schreppel and Eric Romani. Special thanks to Cynthia Daniels at Monk Music Studios, to Peter McNerney and Lee Overtree from the Story Pirates podcast, and to Lily Kim and Sam Hamilton. Also, thanks to Benjamin Wiener's first grade class from St. Anne's School in Brooklyn. We always love hearing from our listeners. Today, we heard from Jackson, Ruby, Savi, Peregrine, and Leo from Brooklyn, New York, Sadie from Baltimore, Josie and Beckett from Tahoe City, California, Mackenzie, Vivian, and Hazel from New York City, Simon from Oakland, California, Sienna from Rhode Island, Zoe from Woodenville, Washington, and Chaitanya from Chennai, India. Julie's Library is a production of American Public Media. Listeners, our friends at Smash Boom Best are back with 16 brand new episodes. Smash Boom Best is a debate podcast for the whole family. Each episode takes two cool things, smashes them together, and asks you to decide which one is best, like vampires versus werewolves, ice cream versus french fries, pandas versus penguins. Using facts and the power of persuasion, debaters teach real skills about constructive debate and making sound arguments. Listen to Smash Boom Best wherever you listen to podcasts.